0: Hello and welcome to the Warrior Nation podcast, a deep dive into military affairs and the relationship between defence, the armed forces and civil society in modern Britain, produced and edited by Forces Watch.
1: Forces Watch is a UK organisation dedicated to investigating militarisation, military ethics and human rights concerns. We expose and challenge unethical military recruitment practices, issues affecting personnel and veterans and initiatives that aim to build support for war.
0: I'm Joe Glenton. I'm a former soldier, Afghanistan veteran, author, defence journalist, and now Forces Watch comms officer.
1: I'm Rihanna Louise, working on education and outreach at Forces Watch. My key areas of research, advocacy and writing have been around British military recruitment practices, the campaign to raise the minimum age of recruitment to 18, militarisation and the anti-militarist movement.
0: Today, we're talking with Darren Cullen, a satirical artist, illustrator and writer who uses the language of advertising to make work about the empty promises of consumerism and the lies of military recruiters. In 2014, his anti-army recruitment comic, Join the Army, was added to the Victoria and Albert Museum permanent collection. Other highlights of his work include his payday loan shop for kids... Installation, which he took to Banksy's Dismaland, and his film series, Action Man, Battlefield Casualties.
1: Hey, so thank you so much for coming on. I'm actually really happy to meet you. I've um, known about your work for a while. Thank you. Um, could you tell us a bit about how you came into doing this satirical <clears throat> and political art, and what motivates you, and, and how it all began?
2: Yeah, so initially I thought I wanted to go into advertising. Um, I think when I was coming out of school... Uh, I was interested in art and the teachers tell you, well, this is a way you can make money through being creative and there's not really much discussion of the ethical aspects mm. of it. But, um, so as as I studied advertising, the ethical aspects of it came more to the forefront. I realised that I didn't want to spend my life making people I'd never met miserable mm-hmm. um, and manipulating them into buying things that they, they didn't need. And So it changed to fine art, um, started studying that and then like making work about advertising and about the way that it manipulates and uh, affects society and individuals as a, as a whole. Um, and so then through doing that and through being increasingly angry about advertising and about marketing, um, that's how I kind of got more interested in military recruitment as well because mm. as a, a kind of facet of advertising, it's probably the most egregious Form of manipulation. Mm-hmm. I think um, if you fall for an advert for a, a mobile phone or a, a computer, that like the, the worst thing that you're going to buy is something a bit more expensive than you. Mm-hmm. You spend a bit of money that you didn't mm-hmm. mean to or whatever. If you get uh, taken in by an advert for the military, then you, the worst thing that can happen to is you lose life or limb fighting the British states mm-hmm. resource wars. So mm-hmm. it's the 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 distance between the image and the reality in military advertising. I think mm-hmm. and military recruitment advertising is what really um, stuck out for me. Um,
1: and you're now working full time as an artist, right? Yes. Yeah. And you have? Do you have a shop?
2: I've got. A, yeah, it's like a shop gallery at the front yeah. of my uh, studio called War Gallery. Okay. Was, funnily enough. Where is that? <laughs> it's uh, in Lewisham, in um, Well Lee Gate Shopping Centre. So okay. like SE12. Um, it's a bit out of the way. It's in a shopping centre that uh, the Evening Standard said was the worst shopping centre in Britain. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect Standard. venue. Wow. <laughs>
1: okay, well, people should definitely go and visit Darren's um, War Gallery. Mm-hmm. Um, is the address on your website, Spelling Mistakes Cost life? It is on yeah. there. And if
2: you just type
0: War Gallery into Google, it comes War, up. So, War Gallery um, yeah. Darren yeah. Cullen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So I, have this, I started watching Mad Men, and I had this, this weird image of you, just like some alternative Darren, <laughs> this Don Draper-esque <laughs> kind of corporate... <laughs> Other Darren who could have been but never Mm. was, uh, and I'm glad he never was. Um, (laughs) Just to to go to talk more about, I suppose, uh, and I found this as well as an activist, Forces Watch has found it as an organisation. When you critique the military, there is a particularly venomous kind of pushback. The military is sacred in British society uh-huh. and it's kind of insulated from criticism to, yeah. to a worrying degree. Mm. I noticed, among other things, you've ran afoul of everyone's favourite MP, Johnny Mercer, who mm. called you a Britain-hating anarchist at some point. I know you, <laughs> you wear it proudly on your shirt. <laughs> but can you just talk to us about the um, your experience of the kind of pushback, the pushback when you start to criticise something as sacred and wonderful and fluffy as the military mm. or, or so it's perceived in British society I think
2: it's very true that when you say it's sacred it's, sometimes it feels like criticising the church you know yeah. kind mm-hmm. of like a hundred mm-hmm. years ago or something um, and um, even if you've got legitimate points that aren't incendiary you're not trying to like piss people off um, people just take just the act of criticising mm-hmm. it or pointing things out that's mm-hmm. like uh, as offensive um, so what what I tried to do with, with my anti-military work was um Always keep in mind sympathy for the the soldiers and the airmen and the sailors. It's sympathy for them as victims of the machine as well as mm-hmm. rather than just you know the classic trope of uh, this kind of baby killer thing from mm-hmm. the 60s yeah, 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 like yeah the, sure. I didn't want to go down that road, so I always wanted to keep it as sympathetic to, because especially when you've got the British military recruiting sixteen-year-olds, like yeah. not everyone's going into this with like uh, an open. Awareness. Yeah, yeah, they're not. Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, um. Yeah, so I've, I've, I, when I have put stuff out, even if it's, it's it's even if it's, I think, quite reasonable, it guess it can lead... I've had, to, like, death threats or, you know... Can, really? Um, yeah, just... And, and general threats. The most, you know, the, the vaguer... Sometimes they get so vague by trying to, like, to try and keep on the solid side of the law, they're just wishing a kind of general... raise <laughs> of your health. General like, cursing. <laughs> <the> yes. Direction. <laughs> um, and, uh... But, uh... Um, there's a thing that happened with the the Action Man Battlefield casualties Mm. toys though is that I've had one of the kind of the same reaction over and over again with it which is people look at them and say oh that's oh that's too much you've just gone a bit too far there and then a couple of moments later they're like true though isn't it yeah Yeah. it's it's like this thing where you
0: that's what I'm always aiming for, is yeah. to hit that point yeah. where it feels like you've gone too far, but it's actually you can't
1: yeah. argue
2: with the yeah. substance and of I,
0: it. My understanding of this is, having having been a soldier, is that that kind of black, dark humour is actually very appealing. So, so, servicemen themselves are right. like, not that brittle. Often civilians are brittle about soldiers. Absolutely. And so, so I don't know if you've, you've, you've encountered... It's def- definitely the case. Yeah. I mean, I, the vast majority of people that are annoyed about the
2: Join the Army comic for instance and stuff like that were civilians who think mm. that they're defending the honour of yeah. service people um, and then um, get a lot of comments from soldiers or uh, military personnel in general that would be like they've seen far worse than anything that you could yeah you could mm-hmm. kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> show in, in this, mm. the, this sense of the, and they like joke about these things anyway amongst themselves so it um, yeah it does feel like a very kind of Civilian-based yeah. rage, mm. and quite
0: theatrical. There's an element. I oh, find there's an element of theatre that it's like. Out, it's Daily Mail outrage. Mm. Mm. It's like they feel obliged to be rage, outraged, but they're not quite sure why. And so it's just kind of this instinctive thing. It's very strange. I've come across it as well. One hundred percent.
1: Um, you mentioned the Join the Army comic. That's mm-hmm. Is that the one that's in the Victorian Albert Museum? Yes, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. You're in the permanent collection of the Victorian Albert. Yeah. Really the, incredible.
2: They recently took another thing from me as well. As a, I did a, a version of the World War One poster uh, with the, the...
1: the... With the child sitting on the dad's lap? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, yeah,
2: Daddy, what did you do in the Great War? Mm-hmm. And I did a version of it where... Daddy has had both his legs blown off and his, his face is severely burned. And, and it, was, it was just kind of... A lot of the time with these, with these things are just following it through to the logical... Like, what's the yeah. next step on from that? What yeah. the end result is? Um, but yeah, they just took... Uh, that for me as well I, I sent them at the same size as the original they've got the original in the collection so hopefully at some stage they might show them side by side which would be Do, do nice. you, do you think at the
1: moment they're near, to, near each other if people go and see it?
2: They're not on display they're just okay. in the collection but they've got them in the collection Yes Hopefully so
1: at some point on display
2: This is yeah. it, yeah
1: So you were also talking about your Action Man Battlefield Casualties series mm-hmm. So that's something that you produce with Veterans for Peace Amazingly you've got Matt Berry the yes. Brilliant
2: Matt Berry <laughs> the, 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 Doing the Yeah, yeah The um the, the toys I made originally as part at the same time as I was doing the Join the Army comic, mm-hmm. um, and then I was speaking to a director friend of mine, uh, Price James, who we t- were talking about turning them into actual short videos, um, and uh, approached Veterans of Peace with the, the idea and the, they were into it, started work on the production of the, the films, and at one stage, uh, the producer asked like who would we want to do the voiceover and we like say, Well, Matt Berry ideally but it's not gonna happen kind of yeah, thing, yeah, you know, yeah. in an ideal world kind of thing and she was yeah. like, Well, you know, we'll let like, let's try it and um amazingly he accepted yeah and it was, it was amazing i didn't yeah. actually get to meet him though because he's such a professional i arrived about 10 minutes late for the uh recording session this as, as is my uh, want <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> i yeah. tend to do and uh, he'd already gone in and bashed it out in like 2 takes oh, wow. so, yeah he's, wow. he's a pro he does have a great voice yeah. i yeah, remember watching
1: it and i heard his voice and i i recognized i recognized it from other things mm-hmm. but i didn't i couldn't remember the name and I just, I was like, oh my god, that's that, that's that guy, that's that guy from that thing, and I, I was amazed that yeah. you managed to get him. That's really, really it because comedy. it does give
0: it. So I mean, it's a weighty topic, but it yeah. gives it, and he's so well known for doing that kind of. Yeah. It's really in line with his work, <laughs> isn't it? Um, it and it's the kind of the satire.
1: satire just works so well. Yeah. Yeah. And it, he's got
0: like hints of an older time period
1: somewhere in there, you know, like an announcer, real announcer (laughs) kind of thing.
0: obviously also taking the mick as well, like like, lampooning himself somehow. Mm. Yeah. So good. So good. Well done.
1: And so that, from what I understand, that video uh, was part of the work of Veterans for Peace at the time as part of the broader campaign to try and raise... The minimum age of military recruitment to eighteen, which yes. is something that forces Watch has been mm-hmm. trying yeah. to do for some time, and they very much don't want to do it. Could you talk to us a bit more about your support for that yeah. campaign?
2: I mean, this is as an issue raising the age of recruitment to eighteen. It doesn't. It's not controversial, really. If you speak it, to it, anyone yeah. in this, it, it, most people would be like. Most people actually assume that it already is yeah. eighteen. I, I think, think so. Yeah. A lot of yeah. people don't. Uh, and and then it so it feels like in terms of kind of combating. Militarism in, in general. This seems feels like a like the low hanging fruit of, of mm. something that we could actually achieve. Mm. Yep. Um, and when you look at the kind of the damage that's that's done specifically to sixteen um, year olds, and know course, have done, done a lot of uh, work on that. We're um, yeah. look, looking at those things. Uh, it's it's really kind of hard, it's very hard to justify it. I mean, the Ministry of Defence seems to justify it basically on the idea that they need. They need numbers. They uh, need numbers. And they, and they
1: try and say that they're like rescuing young people, but, mm-hmm. they're, tar- yeah. they, they're, but they're at the are, same time... they're
0: stated, don't they? It's very strange. Yeah, yeah. they'll
1: target, you know, areas that are particularly disadvantaged with their advertising mm-hmm. campaigns. So this is what I thought was particularly interesting about the power of the way that you work, because a really important part of that recruitment and that targeting of young people and children is through advertising. Yeah. And when you actually look at what persuaded people to join the forces, children young people to join the forces... Uh, TV adverts are way up there and yeah. like radio adverts and that kind of broader advertising is 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 really important mm. so kind of looking at it from that angle and like actually focusing in on that I think is very clever.
2: Yeah and I think it's super persuasive as well I mean I've, I'm as cynical about army recruitment ads as anyone I know and I'm still at some of those ads I've, I was watching one and it's like slow motion with like electronic mm. you know like dance music soundtrack and it's like these helicopter blades going in slow motion as people mm. running out of the back of the helicopter. And like it's a bit of my brain is going, cool, mm. yeah, you know? and sign I'm up. Like, yeah, and yeah, <laughs> and, and and so if it's like. If it, I'm thinking, what would it do to a 16-year-old to me, you know? Mm. And I think generally people don't think that they're affected by advertising and, and it's because advertising doesn't work on a... It's not like you watch one advert and then you go, right, that's me yeah. doing that thing. It's very under the surface and it's through repetition and it, it plants seeds and then you might have watched a few adverts and then you're walking past a recruitment thing mm. and it kind of might tip you over the edge into walking in or, or to like giving a recruiter five minutes more of your time okay. or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was quite interesting. There was one campaign that uh, the army did uh, a couple of years ago that was um, Don't Join the Army.
1: Oh, yes, that kind yeah. of reverse psychology mm. one. Yeah.
2: And, uh, and I thought it was quite interesting. I, my comic's called Join the Army. The army's putting out Don't Join the Army.
0: Yes. It's like we're both speaking
2: <laughs> the opposite of what we actually yeah. want. Um, but, yeah, and, th- and those ads are they often feature very young people mm. and, and, and a lot of the time they're negotiating the talk conversation with their parents, because obviously the army, or the, the military needs kids to be able to convince their parents yeah, to sign the forms. They, yeah, exactly. It was one of them that don't join the army thing was basically um, that children convincing their parents why they should exactly. be able
0: to join, which is exactly so insidious. Exactly that. I think that what we've come across in Forces Watch is there's recruitment, is obviously they're trying to recruit, in some sense, literally young people, and get the parents on side. There's always like this idea of there's a broader process of recruitment where they're trying to recruit society yes. to support... The military, by which is meant foreign policy. Mm. I think people probably underestimate advertising the effect it has on them. Even right-thinking yeah. people don't understand the way in which it creeps in. It's this drip, mm. drip, drip. Yeah, um, works
2: on smart people as well. Mm. Like, you know, yeah. this is the yeah. thing. It's like no one's immune to it. Mm. Um, and if it, if it can make an emotion, if you can have, make you have an emotional reaction, that's when it's working its yeah. best because that's mm. forming memories in your like in your brain. And um, I mean, stuff is it is is insidious because I think. I mean, it's, it's bad enough when it's targeting adults who have quite good critical facilities, or sort of hmm. faculty, sorry. When you're targeting children particularly often, um, I mean, uh, the, the British military has its own toy range mm-hmm. as well now. like yeah, the yeah. I was hoping you forces, could talk a bit about that. Yeah, yeah. which um, is it's still surprising I, I bring it up a lot with, with people who come into War Gallery when mm. we're talking about the action men I sh- I've got the little uh, drone playset, which is for ages 5 plus mm. a little Lego drone with a mm. um, a female drone operator in this this little box room yeah. <laughs> which um, someone That's I think crazy isn't it yeah someone who's in the i force was, was pointed out to me they're like because the little box room has a window in this toy and they're like there's no windows in those rooms <laughs> <laughs> um, um but, yeah, so the, the whole point of those toys is, is basically to um, introduce the brand off uh, the Royal Air Force or the, the British mm-hmm. Army or whatever to children to give them a positive first experience of that brand.
1: Mm-hmm. To immediately associate it with fun, adventure, yes. game, yeah. positive emotions.
2: It's, it's like that uh, thing the that, that former head of army recruitment said about it starts with a seven year old seeing a parachute with an air yeah. and then from then it's steady drip. It's drip, 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 yeah. Drip. yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: There's, I, I read a really, I wanted to read it out, there's a brilliant quote from you on your website um, and it says that you are especially interested in the point where the terrible requirements of our system collide with the innocence of childhood, children's play, like every other aspect of human life has been colonised by capitalism, adapted as it is into a sort of childhood training camp for the hard-working consumers and soldiers of tomorrow Mm-hmm. I think you know, that really kind of sums it up, doesn't it? Because You've mentioned some, um, but I wondered if there are any advertising campaigns or toys that you have found particularly insidious or, or propagandistic.
2: Well, I think with the, I mean, with the HMM forces, because they have that, that Lego sets, which are mm. kind of funnily called they're the character building range. <laughs> um, and then they have a more like action man style. Character building. <laughs> they have a, a more like action man style uh, toy in the... And that's what really inspired the action man toys, was because the focus on them is about realism. You know, it's the, the real uniforms, it's the real weapons. Mm. What I was thinking was, well, if you want to make it realistic, then take it to its conclusion. Let's make it actually super realistic. Mm. Let's, let's show the reality after the war, like once, you know. Um, and I think those toys would have worked on me without without question. I would have I'd have been fully on board with them because I always wanted them to be as realistic as possible. I was, mm. I was frustrated as a child that my Lego set didn't have guns with all of the, mm. the yeah. you know. And um, and I think that's something that probably like stems my interest in both advertising and military recruitment. Uh, um, advertising is that. It, I was completely taken over by this stuff. I I, I watched Top Gun when I was a, a child, and I was just in, you know obsessed with becoming a fighter pilot. Yeah. And, and that was like, the
0: point of Top Gun, wasn't it? It was like a huge recruiting, yes. right? In a sense.
2: I mean, the the producer said it was like a, a recruitment advert, yeah. you know, and and I think uh, recruitment to the. Uh, Roy, uh, to the US Navy went up by 500% yeah. the people actually coming wow. out of the movie going I'm going to join yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think
0: they had recruiters uh, recruiters at the movies outside I think the cinemas that was, cinemas, the, yeah, that was the start of because now that's a regular thing isn't it I mean, right. like, with war films because particular war films get the nod don't they right, right. and yes. they're given uh, soldiers control. to be extras mm. and, yeah. and, and games as well yeah, like games, video games
1: sure. mm. I think um, you know having done lots of research into you know, game industry and its connections with the military here. But I know that there's quite a lot of that in the States,
0: especially. Call of Duty and things like this. it's a degree of sponsorship almost. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, because
2: even films which aren't necessarily about the US military, I think it's a much bigger thing in in America because of the the size of their film industry and stuff. But uh, some of those films, like, I mean, Transformers films wouldn't be, I mean... it's hard to build an aircraft carrier for your film but the US military will lend you an aircraft carrier as long as they can get a look at the script and tell you what to Mm -hmm. drop and stuff Uh, so you get films that don't I mean Transformers shouldn't be about the US military it's (laughs) be about space robots Mm -hmm. but it's a lot of US military Mm -hmm. stuff in there and a lot of kind of like them saving the world. I mean, one of the worst recently was uh, the Independence Day sequel. No, I haven't seen that. Well, there was a. Full, I've not seen it. But I saw the uh, the um, advertising uh, in the in the run up to it. They made a an Independence Day um, website that you could go and sign up and play these like mini games on the website mm. and stuff. But it was linked to uh, the U.S. Army, so you. were... Creating an account for the US Army recruiters, no. who could no then follow up, and they would, depending on how you played in these games, they would come up with a recommendation. Go, you'd be a good sniper. Yeah. Wow! And and then there was a follow up uh, TV ad. You'd Be a good
0: chef. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Or but, yeah, they had a cooking mama kind of style yeah. <laughs> uh, iPad game, uh, but like the afterwards they had, the, yeah, as part of it they had. Um, an ad with the kind of dad off a, a soldier who fought the aliens in the alien war and he's talking about how proud he was of his daughter joining up and he's wearing the US army and it is really conflating the two things it's yeah. like join the US army to fight to aliens. Fight aliens. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's definitely
0: a lot of paper to be written on that. There's a there's a great video on YouTube. Pop culture detective did about the Independence Day thing. It's mm, worth checking out. I'll check out. that out. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. On the subject of um, branding and advertising, I, j- I saw something today which you might be able to, would be interested in. I think that this year is the first year in which Invictus Games athletes will be wear a sponsor on their shirts, so and oh, that sponsor not? will be BAE Systems. Unreal. Even reported in the Daily Mail. Even the Daily Mail seemed outraged. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, to be fair to them, saying Um, quite a lot, isn't it? Yeah, (laughs) but I guess they've been trying to hammer that through. It's been going like four years, and finally they've got them on the shirts worn by wounded veterans of all nations. that's incredible. I mean, yeah, I mean they've sponsored it since the start, obviously, but (laughs) but right, they haven't had themselves. Yeah,
2: and that's what I often say when people take offence at some of the things that I've done. The reality. It's far worse than anything that is far more offensive than anything that I could yeah. to make about
1: this. What kind of projects do you have going on right now? What's in the pipeline?
2: Um, They're all bumbling around. Whichever one I get a deadline for, that's when it kind of that's comes to it. That's when it comes to fruition. Mm-hmm. But um, for some time, I've been trying to work on a uh, a film version of the Thomas the Tank toys oh, that I made, okay. um, which do it in the actual style of the old um, models and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's just finding the angle on that it's been quite tricky because you're trying to do it in the style of the show but then which is quite moralistic and, and yeah um but also i don't know I'm trying to make it it's it's, it's a tricky one anyway. It's, it's kind of work in progress but um um what else i'm working on um i'm basically um trying to annoy shell Yes, I I hope you might say
1: something about that as well, because, you know, um, you're doing quite a lot around major kind of fossil fuel companies, if Mm -hmm. that's the right word for Mm -hmm. them. I know that's probably not what they call themselves, Mm -hmm. but um, as well as the military industrial complex. Yes. Yes. Um, So what, tell us what's going on with that?
2: Um, Well, so like a few, a couple of years ago, I did a Shell greenwashing showroom at, uh, at Glastonbury, and it was inspired by some of Shell and BP—they're all at it, basically. They're all doing this like kind of greenwashing advertising, trying to pretend that oil companies could be part of the solution to oil companies, yeah. Yeah. basically, <laughs> and uh, just filling their advertising with solar panels and hoping that you'll forget that they their entire infrastructure is uh, based on fossil fuels, oil and gas. Um, so I did as, as part of this uh, showroom pretending to be Shell um, saying stuff like well we're going to we've had this idea we're going to replace all of the melted icebergs with polystyrene icebergs (laughs) which is they'll last for between 500 and a million years and won't melt until global temperatures reach 210 degrees Celsius which they'll expect for a little while yet Um, and uh, turning all uh uh, the shells, carbon emissions, green for Earth Day. Basically, just trying to uh, go one step further than their their actual greenwashing. So, so these
1: ideas, you'll kind of what like do you like a poster or like an advertising campaign as if this is a new idea that they've had. Yes. Yeah. So, in the
2: showroom itself, there's a mixture of dioramas and mm. posters, and some of the um, the shell ads I've done as designed them as bus stop adverts because it's possible to get the keys to open up bus stops mm-hmm. and putting your own adverts, although I can't condone anything illegal, you of course. You
1: have absolutely nothing to do with that. <laughs> I've heard of that, <laughs> I Don't, don't know this. who does it. <laughs> uh,
2: but, um, yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's quite interesting putting, because if you can... Copy the graphic design of a, a major firm or an institution, it's almost like it's like a disguise. But if people see the, the font, they think it's a real communication from, or well, immediately the first, they think it's a real communication mm. from that institution. So it's fun to play with that and the, the expectations. And then, um, I mean, I had at the, the Shell greenwashing showroom in Glastonbury, I had people coming in looking around at these like polystyrene icebergs and stuff like that, and they come to the front and go, you should be ashamed of yourself working for Shell. <laughs>
1: I think I've seen one of yours on the Tube once. I think it was around um, D S E I. Yes. I think I, like a few years ago. There
2: was quite a few different artists that were doing uh, stuff around the arms fair. Mm. Um, I mean, the, the arms fair is coming up again this, uh, I think it's in yeah, September. September, yeah. yeah. So I'm hoping to do some some work on that this this time as well. Um, trying to stop that arms fair is, is quite possible biggest arms fair in the the u k happens in the excel center um, every two years and there 's only two um, entrances to the excel center mm-hmm. so if protesters are able to block those roads for long enough it 's actually feasible that we could stop mm-hmm. the arms or at least make it incredibly difficult for them to mm-hmm. hold. Um, yeah. And every two years, basically, more and more act- activists are getting involved, and it's yeah. slowing up the process more and more. Mm-hmm. So.
1: And especially now, I think that campaign against arms trade and Amnesty have really gained such momentum, mm-hmm. legal momentum against BAE Systems and others, yes. sound like selling arms to Saudi Arabia. It's incredible with Yemen. Yeah. I think I think there's definitely there's definitely a possibility. Yeah. Um, I'm actually involved in Art the Arms Fair, so we right. run—I um, mean, you know—but mm-hmm. we, we run um, an art exhibition every to coincide with that mm-hmm. um, arms fair taking place. And your work is going to be at it, yes. so that's going to be uh, the third to the thirteenth of September the Maverick Projects in Peckham. So just to put that out there, that you can also see some of Darren's yeah. uh, work there.
2: Yeah, looking forward um, to it. Yeah, no, it's it was, gonna be it's it was, gonna be good. It was really good two years ago. That was when the uh, Banksy had the, yeah. the, the 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 drone thing that he donated to yeah. uh, campaign against. Which Argentina.
1: is fantastic, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So um just to wrap up, where can people come and see your work? How can they support you and where can they buy it? Well,
2: the website is Spelling Mistakes Cost Lives and... um,
1: Great name.
2: (laughs) It's great until you have to type it into uh, red forms (laughs) for like 10 years and you get quite uh, tired of it. But uh, yeah, um, on uh, Instagram at Spelling Mistakes Cost Lives um, and same on, on Facebook. On Twitter, I'm Darren underscore Cullen. All my work, the stuff that's available for sale is all on my website, basically. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. It's um, mixture of comics and prints and, and things like that, so...
1: Fantastic. Okay. Um. So, thank you so much for coming on to the Warrior Nation podcast. it's absolutely brilliant to have you. Thanks, mate. Um, and thank you for listening. Please stay tuned for the remaining two episodes in our series. So next we're going to be talking to academics Fronware and Antonia Dawes about a fascinating research project they're conducting around Britain's new super garrisons and to Forces Watch's founders, Emma Sangster and David G, about how Forces Watch began and some highlights from the last decade.
0: And until then, please follow us on Twitter and Facebook at, at ForcesWatch and support us and check out the resources on our website at forceswatch.net.